Instant coffee is a quick and easy way to have a hot cup of java whenever you want it. It is made by brewing coffee just like we all normally would, except in much larger quantities. It is then concentrated, meaning liquid is removed through evaporation and the coffee flavor is intensified exponentially. From this point, there are two separate methods to take this concentrated coffee from just a really strong brew to instant coffee. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and today we're looking at a brief history of, you guessed it, instant coffee. Now there are, as I said, there are two main techniques for making instant coffee. There's freeze drying and spray drying. Each process was developed independent of the other, and so I think we should look at both individually. So let's look at freeze drying first of all. This is the newer of the two processes. Freeze drying is a really cool technique that is used for a lot more than just coffee. The process was first discovered in the Andes Mountains, where food items such as pieces of meat would be hung outside. The meat would freeze in the low temperatures and the cold mountain wind would actually dry the food out. This led to food that lasts indefinitely. Freeze-dried coffee is made from a highly concentrated coffee syrup that is frozen, broken into crystals, and then put in a vacuum chamber that removes all the liquid. This process generally yields fairly large crystals. This process of commercially freeze-drying foods in vacuums was developed by the U.S. military during World War II. It was used in the production of penicillin and blood plasma and many other things. After the war, the government was looking for commercial uses for the technology, and so they approached different private companies. Uh, one of the companies was Nescafe, and another would later become Sunkissed Orange Juice. Spray drying starts the way freeze drying does. The coffee is highly concentrated, from, uh, highly concentrated, and from here the coffee is sprayed into a fine mist into a very hot chamber. The liquid evaporates from the coffee, uh, and all that is left by the time the coffee hits the floor is a very fine powder. This process is older than that of commercial freeze drying. Um, and it kind of has two inventors, although really only one guy invented it, but history credits it to another. The first is a New Zealand man named David Strang. He invented and patented the first hot air dried coffee in 1890. And despite the fact that Strang was the first to really invent the air dried process, a Japanese man named Satori Kato often gets credit with his invention. This is because he introduced air dried instant coffee to the United States in 1901. Both David Strang and Satori Kato were unable to find commercial success with their instant coffee. This came later in 1910 when a Belgian inventor named George Washington, yes, that was his name, perfected a process of drum production, essentially a more effective air drying process. This, in combination with the breakout of World War I and the need to supply coffee to the troops on the front lines, led to the first real commercial success of instant coffee. There were forms of instant coffee prior to David Strang's 1890 invention, but they weren't really the same as what we would consider instant coffee today. During the Civil War, there was a version known simply as essence of coffee that didn't go over very well. It was just hyper-concentrated coffee goop that could be added to hot water. There was also an earlier version created by a British man named John Dring in 1771. John was awarded a patent for his invention of a coffee compound uh, but there's not a lot of information about what it really was or how it was made. More than likely, it was similar to the Civil War sludge. Now, instant coffee has come a long way in the years since its first iterations. It's okay, but it's not like a fresh brewed cup. Although aficionados will notice that freeze-dried coffee has a slightly better taste 
than air-dried coffee because the high temperatures of air-drying actually kind of destroys some of the natural oils present in the coffee and changes the flavor. Um, now despite that, you have to give credit where credit is due and those early inventors were really onto something. They just only had half the process. And the later inventors, I mean, they really you know, set the bar high and pushed instant coffee into the forefront of society. Now, I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this has been a brief history of instant coffee. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. Uh, you can like and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, and if you do like this podcast, you should tell your friends about it and share it around. I would really appreciate it, and I really appreciate you listening and sharing your time with me. I hope that you have a fantastic Thursday, and I'll be back tomorrow with another great episode of Food and Five. I'll see you then.